Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sending from touch. Norga sends it on its way. And the locals tell you how it landed. And New Zealand do it again. Yes, yeah, an unfortunate finish, but I've got to say a very promising finish oh, for yeah. the Wallabies on the eve of the Rugby World Cup. And this man, well, he doesn't need any introduction, but we will anyway. 136 Super Rugby games for New South Wales Waratahs, 79 tests for the Wallabies. 2003, a very important year for Australia mm. with the with the World Cup getting through the final. John Eels medalist is the best rugby player in the country and only a couple of years into the new seat, newly appointed Rugby Australia CEO and used to sit next to Matty Rogers for over six or seven years on the same bus <laughs> each and every tour. Phil Ward joins us on Sports Day. How are you, Phil? I'm very well. You, you often get asked, what's, what's the highlight of your career? And I reckon seeing next to Matt Rogers for six years was definitely right up there. <laughs> now, Phil, can you just tell me, because I sit oh, next to him every mate. day and my ears bleed by the end of the week, so it would be the same on tour, I would think. <laughs> I mean, that's how I got my cauliflower ears. It wasn't from rock. <laughs> mate, you're red hot, you are, Sats. Well, I've got good stories. <laughs> and, Warry, don't don't get on either side, mate. Hey, Warry, I, I wanted to ask you, mate, you, you, you've been working in the banking sector since retirement, um, doing phenomenally there. You've taken on probably the biggest role of your career as CEO of Rugby Australia. Why now? Um, I mean, I feel like you were bred for a life in rugby. You, you, you put your heart and soul into it. Why now? The, the jump into the, the position of CEO of Rugby Australia? Yeah, I mean, I sort of, uh, yeah, but people ask. It's, uh, it's a good question. I think um, I sort of got beaten up when I was playing. I thought I missed it so much, I'm going to go back into sports administration. But uh, <laughs> I do joke that at least, when I was, at least when I was playing, I knew the kicks were coming from the opposition. But um, now, look, I think, uh, <laughs> I think uh, yeah, timing's good. I think, um, you know, we've you know, got the Lions uh, coming in 25 and then uh, Home World Cups in 27 and 29. Um, and, and I think I've got, got a lot to add. So, um, you know, it's an exciting time for rugby. We've got a lot of uh, things to do. Um, in the short term, but also seeing the game up uh, going forward. So uh, exciting time, and uh, you know, I'm thrilled. It's a, you know, a bit like putting the, the Wallaby jersey on. It's a, a huge honour and privilege, but most importantly, it's a responsibility to perform, and, uh, and that's, that's, that's how I feel about the role. Yeah. Now, mate, there was a time when the Wallabies, they were Australia's winter team. The nation got behind them. You couldn't get a ticket to a game. They'd sell out in minutes. Mate, how do we get back to that? How do we get rugby back? In, in the forefront of, you know, the Australian sporting psyche? Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, winning is important, um, you know, and, and personalities are important. And uh, and I think that uh, we need to relate with the Australian public. And you know, we've probably gone away from that a little bit. Uh, you, know, you know Eddie well, and Eddie, Eddie's back uh, in charge. And, you know, a lot of it's around actually playing with that Australian spirit, playing with pride, playing with passion and... Uh, you know, start to get those wins, and, uh, and then we've got personalities amongst the team, and everyone wants to be a part of it. So, uh, you know, a lot of rebuilding to do, but a really good opportunity. With Eddie, you mentioned him, Phil. Why was he the right man to, to bring him back into the Wallabies' fold? Well, I mean, he's, he's a proven performer. He's a proven performer at World Cups. Uh, you know, you just go back to sort of 2003, and then uh, he was with South Africa in 2007 when they won it. 
Um, you know, 2011 he was with Japan. 2015 he was with Japan when uh, Japan beat South Africa. Mm. 2019 took England to the final. I mean, there's a lot to uh, a massive track record for him at World Cups, and you know, he he, dri- he drives a performance edge. So uh, you know, we're, we're excited. I think if you look at the interest that's come on the back of his appointment, it's been phenomenal. So uh, it's just a matter of now just riding that wave and. You know, turning those close, close losses into wins, and as we know, um, you know, winning's a habit, uh, as is losing. So uh, we're probably on the on the side of losing at the moment, and uh, you know, when when the tide turns, then we get to hopefully into that habit of winning. Oh, I love him when he's in the media. How staunch he is! Oh, I, I just love his win at all Mate. costs attitude. Now, the Bledisloe one was disappointing, Phil, of course, but the second one promising. Did, did that performance convince you that at least leading into a World Cup, of course, you got a, another friendly before the World Cup, that you? That the the team is heading in the right direction. Yeah, I think so. I think I mean progress out of uh, you know the, the movement from uh, Blazers one and you know we, we we actually put a lot of pressure on the All Blacks in that uh, first half of the uh, the the first Blazers. We just didn't take away a lot of points. Second Blazers obviously started well, got to, to seventeen points. Uh, as you know, you got to keep trying to score points rather than defend the lead. And I think the guys just went in that mentality of. You know, had, had, you know, closing up shop and just trying to hang on rather than trying to score points next. So, you know, I think there's a, a good uh, a good culture starting to come through the team. And, and you know, I think they'll, they'll take a lot of confidence going out of that game in Dunedin. Um, you know, then, then the next test, uh, and it's the last one before the World Cup, is against France, the start of France. So in terms of preparation, uh, a game against South Africa and Pretoria, Argentina at home, and then two against the All Blacks, and then to finish off uh, the French in France. It's a, it's a massive preparation, but they'll be ready, and uh, and then it's just a matter of you know, performing on the big stage. Yeah, mate. Well, I want to talk to you about, you know, you, you talk about winning. Uh, it's obviously your number one promotional tool. You know, people love a winner. They want to get behind the team. The women's, your women's sevens team, they've been flying the flag for the Aussies over the last few years. They've been doing fantastic. You've got Suwali'i coming over um, from Rugby League uh, in 2025. Um, is there a plan to, to, to raid rugby league further for those players that, that have a history in rugby union? It seems a logical short-term gain, but I mean, I'm sure you've got plans to develop talent, but you look at these players that leave rugby union at the schoolboy level, well, they are rugby union developed. They've just gone to rugby league. Is there, is there a plan to try to steal all those players back? Well, I think I think it's uh, it's about actually how do we how do we win them at sixteen and seventeen rather than having to uh, pay overs for them uh, to get them back. So I think mm. a lot around pathways and and how do we how do we show uh, you know young boys and girls um, you know what what rugby can offer. And uh, I know as much as you like Shark Park, I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd prefer to be playing at Start to Start to France than Shark Park. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so I think it's actually how do we uh, how do we demonstrate and uh, and give these young boys and girls the experience of of travelling the world, which is a, a real differentiator for our game compared to our competitors. Yeah, mate, I, I agree. Um, mate, Stade de France was a very special place to play, but mate. Shark Park does hold a very special place <laughs> in my heart, Rory. Uh, mate, World you Cup. Like, you just like the you just like the night after. Yeah, yeah Northies, mate. Yeah, yeah, you got exactly. it. Exactly, mate. World you Cup around the corner, mate. World Cup around the corner. Uh, from a Rugby Australia perspective, what's a successful campaign look like? What do, do we have to win it to for it to be a success? Uh, what 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 is? Oh, I think we. What are the yeah, metrics? I think we need to get. I think we need. To, if if we get we you know, get through the pool to the quarters, we either play uh, Argentina or England in the quarters. We, we need to win the quarters and get through to the semis. And once you get to the semis, as you know, anything can happen. So I'd say that um, you know getting through to the semis is a uh, is a pass mark, and um, anything short of that would be disappointing. Phil, do you see Payne Haas as a potential number eight wearing oh, a Wallabies jersey one day? 
<laughs> oh, Warwick. Ball carrier. If you sort of if you looked at if you looked at where we're sort of missing at the moment, uh, you know, it is it is big ball carriers, but. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot's got to do with um, you know with, with appetite, hunger, and uh, and passion for the game. So uh, look, I think I, I think the game uh, that we have offers a lot, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's certainly very different to the game of rugby league. And you know, I think uh, you know if there's interest there, we're always open for a conversation. Well, Warry, just think about this: Valentini, Leota, Haas, just ball carrying machines. Him on the edge, just terrorising the opposition. The amount of rugby league fans switching over to watch rugby union. The sponsorship dollars flying. Do you in. mind not trying to convince <laughs> him? Okay. You know, I'm just speaking. I'm just talking. You know, I, I, you know, I love both sets. You know, I love both. But it must be. It must be. Um, I, I mean, for me, I, I see uh, Warry. You know, this pain Haas saying, I'm, "I'm not signing anything at the moment. I'm, I'm sitting back." I mean, surely I, I don't see him going to another rugby league club. I see the danger being rugby union. And, you know, he's being mentored by Sonny Bill Williams. It must give you a sort of like a little bit of thought, well, maybe he does want to have a chat with us. Well, I think if you look at the runway we have ahead of us, um, you know, the, the Lions in 25, as you know, one of the biggest events in uh, in world sport. And a home World Cup, it'd be pretty attractive if I was a young athlete. Mm, mm. Absolutely. Now, Phil, I've, I've asked Rat on a number of occasions, and he oh. can never answer it, but he finally came up with his answer, and you'd be able to answer it as well. He, I said, what's the difference between a rugby league player and a rugby union player, personality-wise? And he said, well, the rugby league forwards play cards, the rugby union forwards play chess. Now, were you one of those chess players? No, he was not. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Ward should I, have played I, rugby I, league. I, differ- <laughs> I, differ- I differentiated myself by going through to year 12. <laughs> 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 oh, he's not bad. He's not bad. Yeah. Oh, mate, thanks, heaps, boy. Thanks for your time, mate. And um, mate, good luck to the Wallabies. They got France in uh, in on the twenty eighth of this month uh, in their next warm up match uh, prior to the World Cup. But we're looking forward to a big World Cup from from the Australian Wallabies. Uh, thank, thanks, guys, and uh, appreciate the support. And uh, you know, back to the guys because I think they'll have a good crack.